We are back with the Buffalonian podcast, betting on the Bills week two, and we have a very exciting announcement to make. We will be joining the likes of many other great podcasts on the Kaz Source Podcast Network and the Sports Epreneur Plus Network. This is a great honor, and we all appreciate the opportunity so very much, and we are looking forward to a long and prosperous partnership with them. And Dom... Let's just, we got to take a second and thank our fans as well, our followers. We wouldn't be here without you guys, our listeners, our loyal listeners. And, you know, it's it's been a, a great ride. And yeah, it's just uh thank you to you guys as well for, you know, sticking with us. You know, our first podcast we you know, recorded in my basement with my iPhone with sitting in the iPhone. middle of the table. And... Yep. And now we have a, a semi studio and a legit our own area. You know, with mics and, you know, hopefully the sound got a little bit better. We're not talking about the Western New York weather for 10 minutes anymore. So right, yeah, we improvements right have it. been made and we appreciate you guys sticking with us. And we're excited to join this network and continue to make great content for you guys. Yep. Fans always first. Fans always first. We'll make some more great content. But on that note, we're going to kick it right off with week two of betting on the bills. All right, let's go. are back with betting on the bills. I'm Joe Kelly and I'm joined by Dom Loss and unfortunately not Mike Marino again. We're doing these back to back Tuesday, Wednesday recordings. So, you know, Mike's still a little under the weather, a little too busy for us, if you will. So scheduling and a little under the weather. Yeah, scheduling a little under the weather. So, but without you, you're stuck with just Dom and I again today, but we're going to go with it. We're going to rock with it. Two man pot again. And without further ado, we're going to get right into it. Um, the Bills had an outstanding week one showing. We talked about it on the the earlier episode this week of the Buffalonian, and you know, we don't we don't want to bore you with more of that. So we're gonna get right into our Bills Titans game coming up here on Monday night. Dom, what do you what are your thoughts going into this game after how they performed last week and how the Titans did too? Well, I think it's a little bit bizarre that Monday night football is a doubleheader and yeah. they have a seven <laughs> o'clock game or seven fifteen game, I should say. And the uh, Vikings Eagles game is the late eight thirty game. So are we prime time or are we are they prime time? I don't know what to say. I think we are, but also we're not getting the number one crew. I think Buck and Aikman are the Vikings game, so I think we're getting you know Steve Levy, Lewis Rick, and those guys. I think yeah, those... I think. Um, I mean, I Ryan Fitzpatrick. I don't think he's going to be actually up in the booth, but do you think he'll be with our broadcast or will he be? No, he's on Amazon. Oh, that's Thursday night. That's Thursday night. Oh, I'm, wrong I'm so prime dumb. Time. So, <laughs> so wrong prime time. Wrong, wrong prime time. He'll actually be at our game with his shirt off in the stands. So, you know, that'll be – that's where he'll be. But, no, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think, you know, Derrick Henry and the, the, the Titans lost to Dable and the New York Giants. Yes, yeah, so let's let's spend a second on that. I mean, they, they blew yeah. that game. Yeah. They, they blew that game. Yeah. They also didn't look good. They also didn't look great in that game. I mean, they had a pretty dominant first half. They led 13 nothing. Then, you know, the Giants had a touch, a nice little touchdown drive, then a long touchdown from Daniel Jones to Sterling Shepard. Daniel Jones didn't look awful. He had a Which couple. Is, well, he had, well, he had a Josh Allen moment, rookie Josh Allen moment, where he threw an interception and Dable ripped him. Oh, yeah. Um, but, I'm, I mean, like, the Giants kind of, at the end of it, deserved to win the game. It was 20-13. to 13. Uh, The Titans muffed a punt, and then 
you know, Jones through the pick, and then the Titans got the ball back after the pick. Third and one, they got too cute, didn't hand it off to Derrick Henry, you know? Yeah, I like, don't know how you don't put doing? the game in his hands at the end. I mean, I get it. His injury, it might be he's not the same, you know what I mean? He hasn't fully healed from it. He's I don't, still Derrick Henry, though. Yeah, he's still, he's still King Henry, and I don't know. That's kind of what worries are going into this game. But our defensive line is so much better than it was last year. You know what I mean? So it, I, I feel like it, we're going to be in for a different story. But no. just to lose to the New York Giants, you know, it, it's Saquon Barkley ran all over them. It was absolutely crazy. Yeah, so I think what's important to take away from that game is Jeffrey Simmons, the interior defensive lineman for the Titans, is still a beast. Yes. And he's a problem. And I think we, we talked about this when the schedule came out of, the Bills' offensive, interior offensive line is going to get tested right away. I mean, obviously, Aaron Donald last week. Now you're going to go in t- against Tennessee and against Jeffrey Simmons. You know, down the road, you're going to play Cam Hayward, you know, Chris Jones, Kenny Clark of the Packers. Like, right. Yeah. Um, the first eight weeks of the year. So, yeah, our first half schedule's a little tough. Like, yeah, it's a I mean, the Packers, though, kind of fell apart, but I mean, they've really. Well, we'll see with them. You know, I think they're going to be improved by the time we get to that matchup, but. It, it's an inciting game, but it also shows that, you know, the Tennessee has a lot to, a lot to prove, you know, losing your home opener to a team, you know, that like the Giants who aren't really a great team. And it, 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 I would say that they think, you know, they, they blew their chance of winning that game. Yeah. You know, they led 13 nothing at halftime. They didn't, you know. No, and the Giants were coming back ground. too. Yeah, they, they were. The ground. Yeah. No, that was, that was a disappointing game. But then, I don't know, you look at the, the opposite. You look at our game and it's like. Bills are 10 point favorites. You know what I mean? Like it's, and I get it. We have technically have that three for home team advantage. You know what I mean? The three points, the field goal, but you can't argue that it's, it's, um, it's looking to be in the bills favor as of right now, just based off of last week. But then again, the Titans have been a matchup for us for the past few years where it's been down to one touchdown. Allen slips on the goal line. You know what I mean? Like, it was just... Well, yeah. So, obviously, you know, these teams are going into this game, and ultimately we too, but a little bit different, you know, sides of the coin, per se, of, you know, the Bills coming in hot. You know, made a statement, home opener now after, you know, opening the season with a dominant win against Super Bowl champs. A lot of rest, too. Um, yeah. And then, you know, the, the Titans are coming here, blew their home opener to, an, honestly, an inferior opponent. <laughs> If we're gonna be completely honest about it, like they should have won the game. You see Dable dancing around in the locker room with him. Good for him. We talked a little bit on the Buffalonian podcast. It's good for him. It's also good for the Bills to see their coaching tree, and it's also GM tree. You know, Joe Schoen. Right. Yeah. Over there, but again, like it's too. You know, it's it's dangerous to just assume that the Titans are gonna roll over. The Titans, you know, a very proud organization. The last couple of years with Mike Vrabel, you know, they've won a lot of football games, and you know, as you said, you know, they they've caused a problem for the Bills. Obviously, you know, the last four matchups. I believe they've met, yeah, the last four years, and they're two and two against them. But they've lost the last two years. Yeah. Um. You know, the one the matchup was a weird COVID matchup where they just the Bills just kind of got dominated. They and did. Then, I remember watching that game. I was so mad. I think it was on a Tuesday. I'm, it I'm was because sure. the the Titans had COVID outbreak. So then we had we played a Thursday night game. No, 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 no. What happened was this: they were supposed to play the Titans, I believe, on. Monday night, they that game got played on Tuesday, and they were gonna play the Chiefs that Thursday, and that got moved to the next Monday. Mm, yeah, no, uh, everything so, something got like shuffled that. around. Something like yeah. that. I don't, 
I don't know if I'm exactly telling that right there. It was a couple years ago, but I don't know. It sounds like you are. And it then like you're on the button. And then in 21, it was one of those situations where you know the the Bills really dominated the first quarter, but they were only up six nothing. One Derrick Henry run, it was seven six, and then you know it was a dog fight the rest of the way. And, you know, again, one of those games where the Bills really should have won. They didn't. They didn't really step on the head. Right. So. No, and that's how honestly, anytime the Bills lost last year, they either won by a massive number of points. Or lost by a, less than a touchdown or a touchdown. You know what I mean? Like it was within points. So honestly, I would like to see that eliminated and let's wipe our hands clean of these Titans week two. I do have to say, you know, Pete, the the last two matchups have been fair well against the Titans, but you know, the match before that, they won in nineteen. That was a pretty big win for them to get to the playoffs at ten six. Right. The match before that, you know, is kind of an important one for Josh Allen's first career win, Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I didn't even I forgot because about that. Because they were 1-3. Their only one was against uh, Minnesota when he jumped over Anthony Barr as a rookie. And then they, they, <laughs> yeah, they, right. there you go. A second career home start after losing the Chargers was against the Titans. And they won off, a, I believe, yeah, a game-winning field goal by Hauschka. Wasn't 16-15? Something, something really defensive. So it's not all bad history against the Titans. No. You know, also against the Houston. Well, I mean, listen, we had the they had the Music City Miracle against us. We have the comeback against the Oilers, who are the Titans franchise. So, right. You know, it's kind of you know, it's a com, com, give and conflicted, take. conflicted his, history. Yeah, it's 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 not just one sided. It's no, it's it's, it's, it's bounced back and forth. But so, so before we jump into the key matchups or what we're really looking forward to in the game. You know, we talked a little bit about the history. You know, the Bills coming in a little bit hotter right now after they win. Titans a little bit down on themselves, I would say. Let's first look at, as we're filming this on one, recording this, I should say, on Wednesday. So we're not going to get, you know, up-to-date, really, injury reports. Um, we obviously have one for Wednesday, but the Bills do play on Monday. So obviously they have about a half a week till obviously, Monday. So, you know, people can progress throughout the week. Um, but... You know, right now it's not looking great for the interior of the defensive line. Right no, now. yeah, unfortunately, because these are two big guys that definitely could help that run contain. You know, like you don't, you lose out on at Oliver, right? What is it? What Ed injury Oliver is it? Ankle. Currently, is nursing an ankle injury, and then Tim Settle, who was you know throughout the preseason nursing kind of a calf injury. I think someone alluded to it that he was wearing a sleeve on his calf. Uh, in the second half of the Rams game, didn't really play much in the second half either. No, like they, Oliver, so. they um, they had him out. But do you? I mean, honestly, after after the way the defensive line played last week, I mean, you got Jordan Phillips with two sacks. Like, you know what I mean? Like, is it is it that big of a miss? Like, well, okay, let's put it this way: Jordan Phillips' career is based off inconsistency, right? I I understand and that. Listen, he had his best game of his career. Like, it was a legit game, right? Like, but you've got. Boogie Basham too. Yeah, but he's mean? more. I mean, he could sneak inside, but this is a, this is a team in the Titans that you don't want to be undersized against because mm-hmm. they want to. This is different than the Rams. The Rams kind of want to spread, you know, do a, you know, t- uh, you know, kind of like pulling people. Well, they want get an advantage yeah. in the run game. Like the Titans are just gonna give Derek Henry the ball and say, "Let's go pound up through the middle, pound up." And listen, Phillips is gonna be help. You know, like, that's not what I should say, but you know, Daquan Jones was solid. Phillips is solid in the middle. We'll see if he can do it again. But, you know, losing, you know, hopefully they can at least get one of Oliver settled back and then yeah. have Shaq Lawson um, be activated because he's a very good run defender as well, Shaq. And he also has the ability to also move inside for a couple snaps, kind of like Boogie. So I think, 
you know, we'll again, it's it's just incredibly important for the Bills to understand that, you know, it's week two. I think they understand that. Like, there's no reason to really rush these guys at this point. Right. Yeah. I mean, they have a whole season ahead of them, but this is. Like you said, these first few weeks are where our tougher opponents are. Like, that's the toughest part about it. You know what I mean? So when, when do we face the Chiefs? Six? Uh, week six, yes. Six? Yeah, I mean, that's within we, – we have four weeks to prepare, you know, and that's – well, that is that a primetime game? No, that's a, that's a CBS primetime game. 415, okay. 425. 425, yeah. yeah. It's the classic uh, – someone explained it. Well, yeah, they pick someone, one game some, a year yeah. that they want. And someone explained it as like it's a Brady-Manning slot Yeah, of how they used to pick those kind yeah, of games. From, they used to get to pick one game from rotation of. Because it gets the ratings. And you look at Allen and Mahomes, how could it not get the ratings? So yeah, they, yeah. they want money. That's 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 simply put, that's what they want. That's but, why that game not is, is technically, quote-unquote, not in prime time. Yeah, but, it would be Thursday night probably if CBS didn't bid on it, but – I mean, yeah, I think that would actually, I think it would be Sunday night, like last yeah, year. Yeah, you're right. Any nighttime, prime time. But it whatever. would be a prime. You're right. Uh, if, they, if that game didn't get protected, that's 100% a primetime game. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, you know, before we jump completely off the rails, like, it would be kind of <laughs> interesting, like, what game, if that game didn't get protected, like, what game on the bill schedule that's the current primetime game would get off? Maybe this one? Yeah. I think this would probably go 415. Good. Well, yeah, well, probably one o'clock because it's it's in Buffalo, right? It's, yeah, it's one of those situations where you know the the Bengals game they wouldn't take out, the Rams game they wouldn't take out, the Pats game I think is a divisional game they wouldn't want to take that one out. No, Packers, pa- Patriots and Bills no. always have one primetime game at least. Yeah, Packers, one season. Packers, no, I think well maybe Packers because it's an NFC game, but Rodgers, Allen, no, so no. I think that uh, okay, we'll jump back on track after that. But that that's no, definitely this game would be the one to get moved around just because it is Ryan Tannehill led Titans as opposed to the Kansas City Chiefs. But I, uh, you know, so you know, look again quickly going back at the injury report. Uh, Tommy Doyle and Tommy Doyle and who is the other? Oh, Quinton Moore. Sorry, yes, Quentin I was thinking Morris. of a, I was thinking of Shaq. Law. Every time I think of Quinton Moore, I'm sorry. I just think of Sha- I I think of Shaq Lawson being injured, and I realize that I'm flipping the two people. Yeah, that Shaq Lawson was healthy scratched. He was. It's just weird because Shaq Lawson's actually a good football player, so it's actually weird for him to be healthy scratched. I wonder why. I don't know. We well, talked about that the other day. It's because but... of numbers. It's because of numbers. But yeah, I mean, again, he will, he'll probably be active for this one because of his running ability, run defense ability, you know, defense against the run. But yeah, so those two being healthy. I don't think Doyle changes much, to be honest. I think he'll just be one of those guys that's a healthy scratch, even if he is healthy. Um, but I would say Quentin Morris, man, I, I, Tommy Sweeney was pretty bad. Week one did not get graded well by PFF, obviously. You know, was number 310 on the depth chart. So I would assume if Quentin Morris is healthy and ready to go, that him and Tommy Sweeney do a little you know, switch-a-poo win. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, Morris is clearly, like we said the other day, he outplayed Doyle. And Howard. That's why Howard is no longer with the Bills. You mean but Sweeney. Sweeney. What am I thinking? I am all over the place. I apologize. This is just it. You, you got me messed up with the Shaq Lawson comparison. And I got thrown off. But um, no, he outplayed Sweeney, and it's just I think Quentin Morris is a great, great tight end. You know what I mean? I, I, think, I think he's he a good a, tight end too. I think he has a chance. You know, to make an impact in the receiving and be a solid blocker, which is just what right. the Bills need. Both of what Tommy Sweeney is not. But really, if you look at it, either one of those guys is really in my book tight end three because I think Reggie Gilliam is quote unquote tight end two, but he's a fullback. Right. So. Yeah, I mean he the, he's a great blocker and he can run if you need him to. So yeah, I mean he's he's some, pretty gets, good. Get some receiving as well. So let's let's jump off of the injury report. Hopefully, 
Um, you know, we see some progression from those two guys. I would say at the proper moment, Settle would probably be ahead of Oliver. But again, calf injuries are weird. They're nagging, so um, right. we'll see. So let's look, let's look at some key matchups. Um, Joe, would you like to start? Or would you? Um, honestly, my biggest matchup is this: if if these you know starters of Ed Oliver and um, Tim Settle are not there, the Bills' defensive line against Derrick Henry in the run. You know what I mean? Like I feel like this week they're going to heavily use Derrick Henry because they know that's how they've won in the past few years. So it's just, I feel like that's going to be the biggest question of this game. Like if our D line holds up and stops the run, then they're going to have to force Tannehill to throw. And that's when things get sketchy. So that's, that's my biggest matchup for this game for sure. Yeah. I think defensively the biggest matchup is if they can stop the run. Yes. And this is the first time they're going to be legitimately tested. I know the Rams, you know, like to run the ball a little they didn't bit. They run. They they ran negative yards with Chris Aker or Cam Akers. So it yeah, was... but their offensive line isn't that great. And D- Daryl Henderson, you know, solid running back, but he ain't no Derrick Henry. Exactly. So I think that's you know I would say that's a really big match. That's the number one key for this defense is that if you slow down Derrick Henry, you slow down this offense because Ryan Tannehill is very good in the play action game. One of the best play action quarterbacks in the NFL. But if you can't run the ball, the play action becomes you know, easier to defend. Right. It's, and then if you're then, you know, it's going to be a pass, you know, it's going to be a play. So that's like the second key. That's like the second key. First key is stop the run. Second key is defend the play action. Mm -hmm. And then if you defend those two things, well, you're going to have success against the Titans because obviously those are the the, the two best things they do. But now, you know, you you could just have Von Miller, you know, Boogie Basham, Greg Rousseau, AJ Epinesa on the edge, just tee off. Just be like, all right, it's a passing play. No play action. Just go. Yeah. Against you know Taylor Lewan, who's an all right tackle, you know I think, I think you know Von will do his thing. So I that's what I was just about to say. I think if they do contain the run and they force play action, Von Miller's going to be back there every time. I think you know that seven sacks we saw. Granted, the offensive lines are very different, but that seven those seven sacks we saw from the Bills D line that's not a mistake. I think that's going to be a constant thing throughout the season. We're going to see numerous sacks from them. It's just we, they need to contain the run and force the play action and force the pass, like you said. So then they have those opportunities, but. Right now, I feel I'm feeling good about where our team is right now and where their team is and this matchup in general. Yeah, I think I like the matchup as well, just because you know it's familiar for them for the Bills. Obviously, as we said, you know, meeting for the last four times, you know a little bit of their tendencies. I also know a little bit of your tendencies, but I think the Bills are improved on improved from last last year. Right, and, and I also, would say I would say the Titans are the opposite. They've regressed absolutely because they, you know, the Bills are trending towards Super Bowl favorites in the titans i want it like they won the conference last year right but was that off of they didn't win the conference not the conference they, they, they were, were number, number one, one seed. seed sorry i apologize they the best record in the, AFC the best ever. record in the afc they're number one seed going into the playoffs was that a was that a fluke based on opponents throughout the season well yeah that's a fluke they got they lost in the first round i know but they still sacked joe burrow nine times yeah they lost. still lost yeah I'm just saying though, is it like the big, I don't think anyone, was it ease of schedule? Yeah, that, but I don't think anyone's clouded coming, it. I don't think yeah, I don't think anyone's coming out there. Like I don't think anyone's ranking the Bengals or Titans better than the Chiefs or Bills at the end of the AFC last year. Oh no, absolutely. I not. think a lot of people picked the Bengals to beat the Chiefs. I mean the Titans, excuse me. So like a lot of people thought the Titans were like the worst division winner. So, no, yeah, you're right. I don't I don't think that result really surprised me at all. And I don't I think they were fluky, but 
Yeah, so I think that's credit to them that they were able to win those kind of games. Right, and without Derrick Henry towards the end of the season, so I mean... Yeah, I mean, credit to them, but also, you know, this year, you know, they don't have A.J. Brown anymore, who is a real difference maker on the outside for them. No. Obviously, they lost Julio Jones as well. So I think this is, a, you know, for those young DBs that we're talking about, I don't think this is as much as, man, they're going to go up against like some really good wide receivers. No, it's going to be... It's gonna be the little things like can you set the edge and run defense? You know we that's gonna be the can they tackle in space? Mm-hmm. There's gonna be a run where Derrick Henry is gonna break through a little bit. Like are you gonna be willing to put your body on the line and you know come down like Michael Hyde did last year? Right. Yeah. You know, exactly. that, I think that's gonna be the big test of these young DBs. Also, you know we gotta respect they have some wide receiver talent. Robert Woods is a solid wide receiver. Yeah. Tra- right. Traylon Burks. Ex Bill. Traylon Burks is an athletic freak rookie, but. You know, he didn't really get that many touches, only five targets for th- and three catches for 55 yards right. against the Giants. But, you know, they're big. It's kind of interesting. Their r- other rookie, Kyle Phillips, is kind of their slot receiver, so it's a big matchup for Taron Johnson. He got, you know, a lot of work, a lot of targets thrown his way, so it's obvious that Tannehill trusts him. Yeah. And he's the one that made the big catch to set them in the field goal range when Bullock missed. So. Well, I think this is going to be a good test for the cornerbacks, if, like Benford, you know what I mean, and – um. Elam because it's if we do stop the run they're going to resort to Tannehill and if they can't stop the play action you know what I mean if they're not getting back there which I highly doubt but like you said you know coverage wise they're going to have to step up and you know do what they did against the Rams even though it's not as you know probable but you know what I mean yeah they're going to just have to be solid again in coverage and they're going to have to you know be willing and able defenders in the running game right and we can't have those first half jitters again where you know Mackenzie drops that, you know. Well, doesn't... If we're shifting to offense, like if we're shifting. Oh, sorry. I mean, defense, I was just saying. Yeah. No, but like if we're shifting to defense to offense, obviously they can't afford to turn the ball over four times. No. And most of the time, when people do that, they lose the game. Right, because honestly, it was ten ten, and it felt like we should have been crushing them, but those four turnovers really at the half really, you know, gave it up. I feel like you know what I mean. Like we would have been, it would have been a blowout if those didn't happen. Especially Zach Moss fumbling. He's back to his old old ways again. I, I just, I it's. I, I think that there's a chance Zach Moss is inactive this week. As I think so scratch too. And Kalia Shakur is um, active. I think you know the big matchups for this week. I would say are the Titans pass rushers versus the Bills offensive line, and Josh Allen versus uh, Kevin Byard and Amari Amari Hooky, Hooker. Yep. You know, one of the better safety tams in the NFL. You know, Josh said today that. You know, he's got to be able to process things pre-snap better because those safeties do a tremendous job uh, disguising their coverages. Yeah. He needs to make sure that when the snap happens, his eyes are in the right place, he said. Right. And, it's also, and he's got to re- replicate what he did last week, 2.3 seconds before he got, you know what yeah, I mean? I think that, that's stellar. He's uh, got to keep that up because that's fantastic. I, th- I think it's going to be a quick passing game for the Bills again because Jeffrey Simmons, as I talked about, is a beast. And the interior offensive line is still kind of, you know, gaining their chemistry. I'm not going to bash them right. yet. But then, you know, you also have guys like, I mean, they're going to get a little lucky that Harold Landry, the leader in sacks last year for the Titans, unfortunately tore his ACL right before the season. Uh, so they want to deal with him. But Bud Dupree right. is still, you know, while he's overpaid, is still a very solid pass rusher. And uh, Demetrio Archery is a very solid pass, underrated pass rusher as well. And he gave spent you know those guys gave Spencer Brown a lot of problems. They did um, in that game, and you saw with the interception to Bayard last year. I'm sorry, last year, not last game, but last last year. You know, Josh gets his arm hit by Autry after he beats uh, Spencer Brown pretty cleanly. So it's a it's a pretty big revenge slash you know bounce back game 
you know, for Spencer Brown, who was very solid in the opener against Leonard Floyd. Right. He's definitely grown a lot in the offseason, I would say, as a player. And, you know, it was he was out. He didn't play a full season last year, and it was his first season here. So it's just like, you know, it. it I feel like he's got a different perspective for season two, you know, and I, I think he's he's going in with a clean mind. And I hopefully, I think he's stepped up, you know, like you said, in the Rams, he looked pretty promising. So I hope he continues because that'd be awesome to have a guy like him be. Yeah, especially on the other side of Deion Dawkins. Yeah, exactly. Deion, you know, Austin didn't have a great game against the Titans. Now he won't be against Landry. He'll probably be against mostly Brad Dupree, but Deion last week didn't give up a single pressure and pass pro exactly so i think you can replicate that with spencer brown that'd be phenomenal yes in due time spencer brown can be solid you know some you know cover one is a very good resource for fans we're talking about you know in film review that spencer brown um spencer brown's hands have gotten a little quicker a little better Mm -hmm. i think that's a big thing for him obviously he's a big guy but you got to have really good hands to be an offensive tackle uh, in this league so if he can, if Spencer Brown can continue to build on, you know, a very solid performance week one into week two against these pass rushers, it'd be very good. Again, you know, the reason why it was a very good to be really quick pass was because you knew the offense line was going to struggle with Donald. Right. You got to know the offensive line is probably going to struggle again a little bit with Simmons on the interior. And, you know, as we said, you know, the second matchup is Josh Allen versus those safeties. Yeah. Can he know where his eyes are supposed to go right away? That, that's he, the key to keep the He can't passing. panic and just whip the ball away in, into coverage. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's where if he rolls out to the right at any point where he normally, you know, could throw that interception is on that panic run, oh, I'm about to get sacked. You know what I mean? He's just got to keep calm, cool, and collected. And like you said, know where his eyes are supposed to be and throw the ball where it needs to go. So... Yeah, I agree with that. I think it's going to be interesting as well to see, you know, if Shakir is active, what kind of role he might have. Or, right. or if he's not, you know, McKenzie versus Crowder, like who's going to have a bigger role. Exactly. Um, and it'll be interesting to see in person. We're uh, we're making our return for the regular season to Highmark Stadium for the opener. Um, our record of going to any game. Hasn't been great. Has not been great. I don't think the Sabres won one game we went to. I don't think the Bills won the game that you and I went to. Nope. Nope. We did, but we went to the Monday Night Pats game last year. That that just tells you how it's been. And the opener. Yep. And the Steelers. But but to our credit, when we watched games together on TV together, the Bills were 2-0 last year. They were. We watched that first Chiefs game and... The Pats playoff game. Pats playoff game. That's right. Yeah. Yes. We were singing Motorin when Singletary was going crazy. Yes. Oh, they got to utilize him too, I think. Oh no, that, that's another thing. Because he's really gonna be sorry, that well. just that that dawned on me when we were saying that. But Singletary had a great, in my opinion, a good game. Not as many touches as an RB one should have. I think he should be the RB one unofficially. Oh, un- I think officially. Officially, I'm sorry. If you officially. use him the right way, which we've seen, not Dable trying to shove him up the middle, but use him as that finesse outside running back where he can bounce through. That's what you need. That's what he's going to be, and I think that's something also predicting the game we have to look for but yeah we'll be there and it'll be the first time we're going back so yeah i believe mike might be in as well so i think i think the whole buffalo name podcast is going to be there and we're going to be that'd be the wouldn't that be the first bills game the whole pod has been to all together and it's going to be very exciting hopefully and you know we're excited to break down what happens uh tuesday oh yeah and lots lots of social media videos will probably be blasted out so (laughs) you know for your enjoyment of course so let's predict the game uh you know monday night Another primetime game. Let me check the weather real fast. What uh, it's calling for. Yeah, I think the weather... If if it's windy... 
Josh uh, Allen. Let's just put it this way: we're still, as we said about the injury report, about a half a week away. So anything could really happen, as you know. Right. I love how I said in the intro: we're not going to talk about the weather, the weather, Ooh. but we'll talk a little Calling bit. Calling for th- scattered thunderstorms. Yeah, I did thought it was. I did think it was going to rain. So here's my question: Do the Bills punt? Yes. You think they punt? Eventually, every all team eventually has to punt. I think we go one more game without punting, and it's this one. Mm-hmm. What's your score prediction? I'm predicting an absolute blowout. No punts, no turnovers. Forty-two to fourteen. Bills. Wow. Well, no, no, no. Titans, <laughs> please. Forty-two, fourteen. Bills absolutely destroy him. Henry's knocked out with another ankle injury. I think our defensive line cracks down, cracks down. Von Miller's in the. Von Miller gets five sacks to himself. All right, that's a little. That's a little I'm going bold. I'm going bold. Wanna, First home game of the season, the home opener. You got to go bold. I'm going to say 35-24. I think this is going to be a game. First quarter, Titans are going to have some success running the ball early. They're going to chew the clock, but the Bills in the second and third quarter take control of the game, and then by the end, middle of the fourth quarter, like that, once again, LA, the game will basically be over, and Titans probably score some garbage time touchdowns. So probably at halftime, probably like. You know, 14, 14, 14, 10 bills, and then... Goes from there. Goes from there. I do have one more question for you, though. No, oh, man. Along with predicting the game. This, this in the same category here. Who does Allen throw the first touchdown of the game to? And how so? Told, I think it's who, Isaiah McKenzie. Who says, who says he throws a touchdown pass? I think, he throws a, <laughs> I think he throws a quick slant to Isaiah McKenzie, five-yard touchdown. Wow. Um, wow. That's a tough question, actually. There's a lot. There's so many options. You know what? Or does he bomb another sixty-yarder no, to Gabe I, Davis? I'm a, I'm gonna say it's gonna be Dawson Knox. Didn't catch a touch. Only caught one ball. I think they're gonna Dawson. Get, we trust. I think they're gonna do a little one of those play action near the goal or line. Or does Dawson throw the touchdown to Josh? That's the real question. No, that, no. that very I, well could I think, happen. I think we're gonna get the reversal of that this time. So I think I think if you want, I don't know what those betting odds are, but Dawson Knox first touchdown catch from Josh Allen. There right. you go. Well, You're welcome, people. All right. Well, I, honestly, I don't see that not happening. So I, I have to somewhat agree, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with quick slant to Isaiah McKenzie, five yard touchdown pass, right right down there. Third and third and it'll be third and five on the goal line. Third and goal. Third and goal, but like third and five because of five yards out. But without further ado, that's gonna end it for our first section of betting on the Bills. We'll be right back with more after this. Are you a fan of college football? Are you a fan of the Ohio State Buckeyes? Well, boy, do we have a podcast for you. Check out Buckeye Focused on Sports E+. With Nate Oliver, listen in for all things Ohio State football as they hope to return to the college football playoffs this year. Now, without further ado, let's get back to the show. We are back with Buffalonian Podcasts betting on the Bills. And we're going to get into our... Last week's picks and our future picks for the broad NFL recap of last week. A recap of last week's, yeah. And uh, it's honestly, it's looking like a dead heat pretty much right now. Um, you know, overall, these are the overall records, right? Overall records, so thick sixteen games. Obviously, we're going to exclude a tie for now, but everyone has a tie. Obviously, everyone's got yeah. Everyone's got a one cold, dash one after dash, their record. Dash one. <laughs> That's going to remain the same for the rest of the year. Maybe who knows? Maybe we were close to doing a dash two. After yeah, that, yeah, but. Uh, I'm currently in the lead at nine six, and then Mike and Joe are both a game behind at eight and seven. And then on the pod, uh, Mike and I in the five games we picked last week went four and one, uh, and Joe went three and two. So yes. for the pod, 
Obviously, we predicted the Bills, Titans, and then we were going to pick five games uh, coming up. So those six games will be to the pod total. And then obviously, you know, follow us on Instagram as we release our entire picks. Right. You can see our picks every week posted for all games on um, our Instagram page. And we'll be uh, we'll be posting that on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, too, this week. And, um, yeah, without further ado, let's let's get into this upcoming week. What do you think? Yeah, it's, it's, it was exciting last week. Obviously, going four and one on the pod was pretty good. Joe, I hope you to have the same. Well, it's because I, I took a I took a big pick on the Cardinals. I was I hoping they would beat I, the Chiefs. Listen, you know, man, the Cowboys pick was a brutal pick on my end. That was she that was a very brutal up. pick on your made, end. You made, never underestimate Tom Brady. Made it made a nice pick with the Browns over the Panthers. I zigged when everyone zagged. It saved you. Zagged when everyone zigged. I should say. Or yeah, I'm glad I took the the. Or we didn't we didn't pick the Steelers game, did we? Last week, no, no. But you did pick. You did pick them. I did. I did pick the Steelers in our off pod. You also put the Jets. I did pick the Jets. I thought Joe Flacco was going to take Lamar Jackson's job once he doesn't sign back there again. So God. All right. So (laughs) then now let's officially transition uh, to this week's pick. So the five games we are going to be discussing will be Chargers at Chiefs, Dolphins at Ravens. Uh, Vikings at Eagles, Bucks at Saints, and then Colts at Jags. Oh, a classic match matchup at um, the end, Colts and Jags. Yeah, so obviously we, we you know, we every week we kinda pick five games that intrigue us. Obviously these I don't want to like all of them to be the best quote unquote games. Right. Most this week are. was kinda dry with content for games though. I mean it was, what was another one we could have picked? Green Bay and the Bears the on Bears. Sunday night, but that's kind of boring. No, and so. especially after Aaron Rodgers' performance last week. That you know, it wasn't it wasn't looking like a good one to pick for the pot. So I'm gonna I'm gonna kick it off right here with the Chargers and Chiefs for Thursday night football for Thursday night Ryan football. Ryan Fitzpatrick doing both Thursday and Monday night broadcast. Apparently, right? yeah, that's what I thought. I you know I, I I you know COVID cloud brain like Cam Newton had apparently when they when they were talking about that. But anyway, the Chiefs are favored by four points, and I'm gonna take the Chargers. I think this is where the dominance is proven in the AFC West. I think Justin Herbert and company overtake the Chiefs. You know, I. I just, I can't stress it enough. I, I think that, you know, the Chiefs did great against the Cardinals defense, but now you have Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa on the defensive line. You're you're done for. I think they break through, and there goes Mahomes scrambling around in the back like he, you know, was breaking out and throwing passes last week. So I think this is a very different game, and this is going to be a statement for the Chargers if they're an actual contender or not for the AFC. So, you know, that's, that's where I stand. Stand on it. I know a couple players are injured, but I know. I disagree. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm thinking we're gonna roll with the Chiefs at home, prime time. Holmes, Herbert, you know, great game. But you know, you do make a good point with Bosa and Mac. But the Chiefs have one of the best offensive lines in the entire offense in the entire NFL. And you know, J.C. Jackson, their top corner, is questionable uh, with an ankle injury. So even if he does go, are we sure he's gonna be 100? Keen Allen, their best wide receiver, is already officially out. Hey, they got Mike Williams, the fourth down king. Still, he didn't get. He barely matter, got anything man. last week. It it's his revenge. It week. don't matter. This is gonna be a high scoring game, I think. But Mahomes, you know, I, he, you made a very good point, Joe, of my pick last week of the Cowboys of me picking against Brady. Uh, I will not be doing the same against Mahomes and. Honestly, Joe, I feel like you should be doing the same thing after what you did last week, picking nope. Kyler Murray I will, and Cliff Kingsbury. You know already. what? I'm going to make a vow right now. Every week I bet against Chiefs and Mahomes. Why? Because I do not. I, I do Since not. Since I don't like them, doesn't mean you shouldn't bet. I, like the, I, I genuinely like the Chargers more, even missing Keenan Allen. Genuinely. 
Okay, but not every week you're gonna like the like. No, you, that was a little outlandish yeah, on my end. But I mean, like it's it's. I was gonna make a comment. You're gonna pick the Seahawks over the Chiefs, but the Seahawks are leading that division. Geno so. Smith, MVP, third highest grading quarterback. In yep. NFL. Those action green jerseys, they never lose. They've but, lost. They've won eight of nine games in those jerseys. Just just a fun stat uh, for you. Obviously, the Chiefs are gonna be down. Uh, Harrison Buckner, their kicker. So that's a pretty in- interesting how they're gonna actually. Not have Justin Reed kick, but I don't know who their backup kicker is. Trey Smith, one of their really good second Didn't year. Didn't he go back out and kick with his yeah, plant he, foot he, barefoot last time? Yeah, but he's injured, so they're not going to uh, have him or himself again. Uh, right. Trey Smith, their second year guard, very solid, is also a little bit banged up, so we'll see if he goes. But again, I think, I just think this is Mahomes, Mahomes off for blood. I think a lot of people are t- saying this is Herbert's division now, and I think. I think Mahomes is going to come out. See, I think Herbert proves it's his division. I, I think nah. it'll be exciting to watch give, tomorrow give me, night. Give me Mahomes, man. Mahomes at home on prime time. So the second game is Dolphins, uh, Ravens. Uh, Ravens are a three and point half point favorites. I'll let you start first on this one. All right. Uh, you know the Ravens obviously last year against the Dolphins kind of choked. Uh, I don't. They just. That was the game where Robert Hunt, the offensive lineman for the Dolphins, scored a touchdown, but got brought back because it was an illegal touching. Exactly. Because uh, you can't do that as an offensive lineman. That was probably one of the funniest clips I've ever seen. When he just rolls in there, you know what I mean? And I, you know, I made, I said in the first game with Mahomes, I think they make a statement, and I think the Ravens are going to make a statement too. I think this is going to be a blowout. I, the the Chiefs game, I think, is going to be close. I think this Dolphins game is going to be a blowout. I think, you know, Lamar Jackson wants to make a statement to his future team of the Dolphins that he's all that and he's worth the money so I got the Ravens big over the Dolphins I mean listen I like the Dolphins defense they're solid the Dolphins offense you know they have weapons but I don't I just don't trust I trust Lamar more than Tua especially on the road for Tua okay so I'm gonna be 100% honest with you here it's either between fraudulent Lamar or Tua turn the ball over. See, so you gotta let your personal, you know, griefs go and betting, oh, man. not with gambling. You bet with your heart. No, you don't. That's how you lose money. No, listen, I've become a very wealthy individual off of betting with my heart, even though I'm not old <laughs> enough to bet. So that's completely false. But I'm taking the Dolphins. Two, I I would take Tua turn the ball over and Tyreek Hill over fraudulent Lamar with no receiving core because they got traded away for picks. I just think Lamar's gonna make some plays, and I think that. Baltimore defense is very good. I think Baltimore, Baltimore home team. I think they make a statement. They're one of the best teams in the entire NFL. You know what? We've picked completely opposite so far. This is interesting. I know, so going to game three. Going to game three. Listen, listen. So, the pod record could really change here. It is. This could be a complete turning point right now. So, the Vikings and Eagles. Eagles are two point favorite, and I'm gonna take Captain Kirk and the Vikings. I think after their performance. so you're gonna take all underdogs. Yeah. I guess I, I, I won't follow the all-favorites. I'm also taking Kirk Cousins. I, I trust Kirk Cousins over Jalen Hurts. Well, what this line tells you is that Vegas thinks the Vikings are better than the Eagles because yeah. the Eagles are only two-point favorites. And, you know, like I, we said last moment. week or two whatever, whenever we said it, I think this Tuesday, right, when we released the Buffalonian, the first one of the week, we were talking about how you know, you're if you're the home team and you're you should at least have three points in your favor for a field goal. So. Sure, home field advantage is worth three points. Yeah, so it's 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 kind of that <clears throat> Vegas is telling you, and even you know, it it's not a set in stone, but I, I just think the Vikings. I mean, Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins 
has become a recent rise as an MVP candidate for a lot of people. So I, I think yeah, I really like what the Viking. I know Green Bay doesn't have a lot of receivers, but they did a very good job defensively against the Packers run game. They the did. Eagle, the Eagles want to run the ball with Jalen Hurts. It's going to be interesting. They become a lot more pass first it's gonna, instead of Dalvin Cook. It's going to be interesting how the Eagles. I mean, the Vikings slow down AJ Brown. I think that's kind of a mismatch I would be a little concerned with. But for the Vikings, I mean, I know the Eagles have you know Brett, James Bradbury and Darius Slay, but Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, my offensive player of the year. I think they'll make some plays. Dalvin Cook's a beast. The Eagles' defense really struggled with Detroit and Garrett, Jared Goff a little bit, so. I think you know Kirk Cousins Monday night prime time puts up a five touchdown pass game and the the Vikings roll on I, the road. I agree. I agree. So that brings us to our next game. Bucks versus Saints. Bucks are two and a half point favorites. They don't even have well, the they're road. the away team. On the road. So you know, that kind of tells you that's where the Bills were last week. So Jameis Winston faces off against his former team, the Buccaneers. So yeah. Yeah, I think it's an interesting matchup based off last year the Saints sweeping them, the Buccaneers, the Saints sweeping the Buccaneers and really causing Tom Brady a lot of issues. Obviously, it's in you know the Superdome in New Orleans, so it's going to be a you know raucous environment, right, on the road. But Tom Brady, he's Tom Brady, man. I'm taking the Bucks. I, I learned my lesson last week. I think the Bucks are a complete football team. I think that defense is legit. I don't trust Jameis Winston. I think the Saints offense is really bad for most of that game and got lucky to be a really, I don't think, a very good Falcons team. And I also thought the Falcons were able to move the ball a on the Saints defense too. So I think Tom, you know, was upset last week. They only scored 19 points in Dallas. Right. Kicked four field goals, only had one touchdown. No, he's I, he's out for blood. Yeah, he's out for blood. And oh, we're going to like have a vampire podcast? I guess so, out? yeah. Mahomes is out for blood. Brady's out for blood. Lamar's I mean, out for blood. Yeah, I'm. Oh, boy, I'm, Captain Kirk is out for blood. Exactly. I I'm taking Brady, no question. I've I've learned one thing and one thing only: never, never bet against Tom Brady unless he's playing the Bills. So, that's uh, that's just how it goes. But that doesn't make any sense. Why? Uh, the Bills are he's thirty-two and like three against the Bills. You got to bet for the, your home team though. No, Hometown you don't. Team. Yeah. No, you don't. Every time the Bills play, I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't falter from that. I don't know. I'm not gonna pick the guy who. Destroyed them for twenty five years. I would. I guess I had that prediction that the Bills would win by more than ten points. But I mean, the ten points is a lot of points against the Titans. Like that could also. I mean, I wouldn't fault anyone for taking the Titans points. No, you're right. You're right. But yeah, that's yeah. You're with that. You can't. Yeah, you're with that. <laughs> hey, I'm sticking but with la- it. last game. Last game. Last game. Colts at Jaguars. The Colts are three and a half point favorites. I'm picking the Jaguars because that's how the Colts Jaguars matchups have gone. For the longest time. Yeah, and I'm picking the Colts. All right. I think this is a This is going to be a huge week for the bets. I'm L- telling you. Listen, I'm saying this straight up. Like, I picked the Colts to win the division. I'm not going to falter after week one. They laid an egg. They normally lay an egg week one. Uh, I think the Jags are an incredibly young team. And the Jags are coming off a heartbreaking loss. But they played very hard, and they deserve to probably win. So, I think this is going to be a situation where the, the young team is going to you know, be a little upset that they disappointed from la- off the disappointment from last week and won't be able to recover, and the veteran team will get over their tie and, you know, take control of the AFC South. I, you know, I think it's going to be the Jaguars. After the way last last season ended up. But I also think the Colts are motivated. The Colts are motivated to make it the, the... Oh, with Matty Ice, yeah. yeah. Star, all-star quarterback, Matty Ice. Okay. 
almost choked listen, last week when, against the Houston Texans listen, with Davis Mills. When I go five and zero on picks, and you go two and three, you can talk. Talk a big game. Talk a big, talk game. A big game. And we don't. You, we can't say anything like that because it very well could swing my direction too. So, well, we all know it won't. And you know what? If you've seen any of the Rocky movies, you know the underdog wins. So you know I don't want to hear about it. And it's about having fun. I like betting long shots. <laughs> you, you know why? Picked, you picked. I picked the Chargers over the Chiefs because that makes a lot of sense. The only underdog you didn't pick was the Bucks because I know the Bucks are going to win. Like I know these other teams are going to win. All right, we'll see. But without further ado, those are our picks, and that's going to do it for the Buffalonian Podcasts, Betting on the Bills, brought to you by Kaz Source Podcast Network and Sports Epreneur Plus. So, Dom, without further ado, how do we always end these? Go Bills, baby. Go Bills. Monday night, let's get it.